Amen. Our scripture reading today comes from Luke, the 17th chapter, verses 11 through 19, and it reads, On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were made clean. The one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were there not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Most gracious God, thank you. Amen. And looking at the scripture today, we find 10 men with leprosy. I think it is interesting that it is recorded this way because if they would have said 10 lepers, there would have been no division or distinction between the men and their diseases. But saying that they were men with leprosy left room for change. It also left space that indicates that their condition was not their complete identity and what they uh, may suffer did not completely define who they were. Just like you, I, I tell you today, just like you, your condition is not your complete identity and what you suffer does not and will not completely define you. Now that's a place to celebrate and a place for great gratitude. That is a place where we understand that God is very real in our lives. That is a message all on its own. Maybe for another day. Amen. But today we find ten men with leprosy. And from afar they call to Jesus saying, have mercy on me. It is from afar because in that day the Jewish law said that men with leprosy or those with leprosy could not mingle with those without it. And when they were close, they had to announce themselves by declaring, unclean, unclean. But they approach Jesus, and Jesus gives them exactly what they ask for. He said, go to the priests and show yourselves. It was indicated by Scripture that they were not healed immediately, but by faith as they begin to walk, their leprosy begin to fade. And as they begin to see themselves being healed, there was one that looked down and saw something that was happening and decided to turn back. And the scripture states, giving glory to God, he falls at the feet of Jesus. Now, I think it is important here that we point out that this one was a Samaritan. 
And so we know that the Samaritans and the Jews did not get along. They did not fraternize with one another. But I, 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 I am assuming that because these 10 individuals were suffering from similar afflictions, they didn't seem, uh, the, the, the division didn't seem as important. Because they were suffering with similar afflictions, they welcomed one another. It is safe to assume that the nine Jewish men, and we can say that they were Jewish because it was Jewish law and Jewish custom to show yourself to the priest to be the declared clean, and they, the nine, went to show themselves to the priests, allowed this one Samaritan to be among them as they suffered similar afflictions. But we cannot bypass the fact that this man was a Samaritan, because when they seemed to be the same, because they seemed to be the same when they had the same affliction, but when they began to be healed, this one realized and recognized that he was indeed different. Looking back at Jesus' conversation at the well with the Samaritan woman, she points out that y'all worship on this mountain and we worship on this mountain. And Jesus says, you worship not... You worship what you do not know. In other words, you do not have a full revelation of God, thus cannot worship him in truth. But in this moment, this Samaritan's eyes were opened because no longer was he the same based on his affliction. Rather, he was different. And as he saw difference in his condition, he saw the God that granted him healing differently. And as he saw the difference in his condition, his belief system began to change and his faith drove him to give praise to God and to fall at the feet of the true priest. And the scriptures indicate that he came back to Jesus praising God and falling at Jesus' feet, praising God and falling at Jesus' feet. He was praising God and falling at Jesus' feet. He in that moment got it. So his faith was not uh, in the initial ask for help. His faith was kindled as he began to praise God and give him glory and show gratitude. His faith was not in the asking. The asking in faith was for those that already believed. His faith was in sh his show of gratitude as he, he worshiped God and gave gratitude to him and, and postured in worship. And even though and this time, it was believed that salvation was from the Jews or to the Jews first. Jesus tells the Samaritan, go, your faith has saved you. As you all know, we are in the midst of a sermon series where we are looking at gratitude, where we are looking at being truly grateful. And I believe this story tells us a lot of things. I believe this story tells us that gratitude is a proof of our faith. That gratitude is a key to our success and that gratitude is a securer of our future. Amen. Gratitude is, a pr is proof of your faith because just as the man that had leprosy, that had leprosy, it is our gratitude that shows the evidence of our faith. In the midst of this pandemic, most people that, that seem to be strongest and doing the best are those that have a strong show of gratitude. Imagine how your, your outlook would change if your faith would be kindled, and your faith would be kindled if in the midst of your conditions and challenges, you woke up with declarations of gratefulness. 
What if instead of waking up and saying, woe is me, I don't have, I haven't gotten, and I, I am not this and I am not that, uh, you instead said, God, I am so grateful that you blessed me with another day. I am so grateful that you've kept my family safe. I am so grateful that I have a roof over my head and clothes on my back. I am so grateful, oh God, that you are for me and not against me. I am grateful that my family is well. I am grateful for all that you are in my life. Lord, that, that in the midst of all these challenges that, that we may face, that you are still God, that you are still real, and that you are still blessing. And that you are not only showing gratitude to God, but you are rekindling and showing and proving your faith. This past week has been a rough one for me, and one of the things that, that, that stands out about this week, I think, illustrates this well. I woke up on Thursday morning and went out to my truck like I always do, went to get in my truck, and all of a sudden the key fob wouldn't work. I walked around the other side, I put the key in the door, I turned it, and uh, the lock still didn't work. So not only could I not start my truck, but I couldn't even get in it. I began to look around. I got frustrated. I'll be honest. I got frustrated. I, I, I looked at my other mode of transportation, and it was chilly outside. It was windy, and I really didn't want to be on a motorcycle all day long. But I hopped on my bike, and I ran my appointments, and I called the dealership, and the dealership said, nope, it's not the truck. And I called the alarm people, and the alarm people said, nope, it's not the alarm. And I got home, and I called my mom, and I began to tell her all the things that were going on, and she said, well, baby, how are you doing? I said, well... My family is safe. We're all well. I think I'm okay. God is still in control. And it was like in that moment, the Spirit led me to a different, uh, 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 a different place in my faith, and I, I began to think of other things I can do. So I called my insurance guy, and he sent the, the, the locksmith over, and they opened my truck, and uh, uh, jumped my battery and all of a sudden I'm driving and I'm praising God, Lord, you're good for all that you are. And I get to AutoZone and they check my battery and it's good. Praise the Lord. My alternator, however, not so much. <laughs> and so I drive to the dealership and, and they, they tell me, uh, we can fix your, your car, but it's going to be $1,000. Oh, Lord, not $1,000. So I hop back in the truck and I drive home and a friend of mine texts me and said, I, you were just on my mind, are you okay? And I said, I, my, my family is well, uh, my family is safe, where we're fed, where we're good. I, I believe that God is taking control of even the situation that I'm in. And it sparked something in them, and they began to, to, to give uh, praise and honor to God because they were also facing a hard situation. My wife then takes me to get a rental car. That doesn't work. And I'm thinking, how am I going to get my kids to school on Friday? get up that morning and I put the key in the ignition and the car starts and I take the kids to school and I do all that I need to do that day and I drove that same truck this morning now I may not have turned on the heat or the radio or the headlights but 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 God is sustaining me until such time that we can do something about it. And I believe that the gratitude that I, shared, that, that, that I showed in the midst of the, the challenging situations played a great part. And, and I know that many would agree that, that these shows of gratitude has no power whatsoever. But as a child of God, as a child of the living God, I, I, I believe I know better. 
I know that when you give gratitude and praise to God, it unlocks something in, in, in the spirit that causes you to win. I know that when you praise God and fall at the feet of Jesus, that there's a response that takes place that no one can, 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 can with great knowledge understand, but it makes it no less real. I know that just like that leper, as I come back with my hands raised, grateful to God for all that he's done, not completely healed, but getting there, that, that God, that something sparks in the Holy Spirit begins to lead and guide me into all truth. I know that it is those small shows of gratitude that make all the difference because if I was still soaking in, in woe is me, then nothing, none of that other stuff probably would have happened because I would not have been able to see it clearly. And today I say, in the midst of all the things that you may face, allow your gratitude to change your attitude. Allow your gratitude to spark your faith and you will and allow it to cause you to lean into God and to thank him for all the things that 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 you have seen. And even those things that are unseen, knowing that God is still for us. Amen. Number two, gratitude is the key to your success. When the man with leprosy saw something different and was open to the Spirit of God, he began down the path to his success. Instead of going to the priest in the temple that did not care anything about his Samaritan self, he turned and went back to the high priest that had just given him everything he desired. He turned and ran toward success. You see, it's easy in looking at this story to understand that success is not just about money. Success is, is living a life according to God's will and purpose. And success is walking in the spirit in such a way that, that, that it is pleasing to God. Success goes far beyond what the world would say uh, uh, is successful and leads you to a realm of liberty in God. It is in this moment that his gratitude was the key to his success. Success is living life as God intended. Success is living your purpose and purpose driven. The, the scripture says, if my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will, give, will, will, will lift me up. So even in pursuing success, it says that there's some people that won't understand. There's some people that won't agree with you, but God is still God. It is not measured by man's ruler, but God's direction. You see, gratitude connects us to that spirit that leads and guides into all truth, that spirit that rests, rules, and abides in all of us, that spirit that leads us into paths of righteousness for his namesake, that spirit that leads us to live a life of godly success. And lastly, gratitude is the securer of our future. Scriptures indicate that Jesus said salvation was for the Jews or from the Jews. Even in talking with a, a Gentile or Samaritan and, and, and back in Matthew, it says, should I cast the children's bread before dogs? But in the scripture, Jesus looks at this Samaritan after the nine Jews have left and refused to come back and show gratitude and, and said, your faith has saved you. In this moment, gratitude secured his future in a way that he could never have imagined. 
He, all ten of them got what they asked for, but in this moment, this one got the exceedingly abundantly above all he could ever ask or think type of blessing. You see, running to Jesus with gratitude, praising God, falling at the feet of Jesus, being led by the Spirit to this very point, saved his very life and granted him a salvation that according to many, he should never have gotten. Now, I, I'm not saying that Jesus didn't come to save us all because I do believe that. I'm not saying that Jesus himself didn't know that he was coming for all of his children because I believe that. But the scripture says that, that initially it was supposed to be for the Jews. But before he even went to the cross, this Gentile, this foreigner, as the scripture records, this Samaritan of all people was saved by my Jesus. That is the power of gratitude. You see, uh, uh, God commands that we love the Lord our God with all of our heart and minds and our neighbor as ourselves. And I believe it's impossible to do that without gratitude. Gratitude uh, allows us to praise God, not for what he has given, but for who God is. It, it puts us in a position where the world could be falling apart, but God, you're still worthy. It, 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 it places us where uh, even if we can't see the complete healing yet, we will run to the throne room of grace, praising God and falling at the feet of Jesus. It puts us in the position where we follow the spirit wherever the spirit may leave us, lead us. You see, it, it is impossible to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your mind, and soul and not have a level of gratitude. It's also impossible to love your neighbor as yourself because gratitude takes you beyond the boundaries of demographics. It takes you belong, uh, beyond the boundaries of skin color or, or political affiliation. It takes you beyond all those things because I can love someone that is just coming to salvation because I know what it felt like to be lost. I, I, I can love someone that, that, that does not have because I know what it feels like to be without. I can love someone that is in their struggle, in their, in their challenge because because I know what it feels like to struggle and challenge, I can. Just like these lepers say, your, 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 your challenge and your situation does not completely define you because God still has room for change in your life. You see, the power of gratitude moves us into a place where we are living the way that God intended, loving him and loving others. People of God today, I invite you to be a lot like this one man that, 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 that opens himself up to God in, in such a way that, that it does not even make sense, that leaves the crowd to run after all that God has for him. I invite you to be like this one man who refuses to, to leave the situation without praising and God praising God for all that God is. I invite you to be like this, this one man that once had leprosy and allow the Spirit to guide you into your success. I invite you to be like this one man, praising God with all that you have, no matter what may be around you, as you fall at the feet of Christ and allow the power of your gratitude to change your attitude, the power of your gratitude to be the key to your success, the, the proof of your faith, and the securer of your future. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy 